1: Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give it a hug! Not who we are at all. We have to get a lot better before we go to College Station. I got to be honest with you. I didn't see that coming on Saturday. I expected Arkansas to win that game. I didn't think it'd be automatic. Nothing is. But I thought Arkansas would win that game. And it just didn't happen. Mississippi State came in and they had a great game plan. And they executed it, particularly on the defensive end. And I think we all saw on Saturday, not just at Bud Walton Arena, every team in the conference except for Georgia lost at home or that played a home game lost at home on Saturday. And that doesn't happen very often in this conference. And I promise you, Arkansas was not the only team that planned on winning on their home floor Saturday. I guarantee you Tennessee went into their ballgame with Mizzou thinking they were going to win that game. Missouri had the best win, uh, win of the weekend, I think, in the Southeastern Conference. unless uh, you say Mississippi State's was. Uh, both those teams went on the road, won big games. Missouri stays a game ahead of Arkansas in the standings. Razorbacks are 6-6 six and six in conference play. you got six to go. At A&M on Wednesday night, that's going to be a tough one. Then you've got Florida back home. You play Georgia at home. You go to Alabama. You play Tennessee on the road, and you play Kentucky. That's what's left. So there's some big ones that are still out there. And 6-6 six and six in conference play, and, you know, nothing's guaranteed at this point. If the NCAA tournament field was announced today, I'm convinced Arkansas would be in it. But it's not announced today, and they've still got work to do. It could go either way. I mean you lose a game like you lost on Saturday against Mississippi State, I mean it can go either way. You got to go on the road Wednesday night to play a team that's 10 and 2. No matter what you think of Texas A&M, they're 10 and 2. They lost to Bud Walton and they lost at Lexington, and that's it. They've won at Auburn. They just keep winning. So, you know, you got to respect that. And Arkansas is going to have a tough time on Wednesday night. But we're going to talk basketball today on the Give Me the Hawks Chuck podcast. We're starting a new week. We're presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. We're going to talk to Razorback legend Matt Jones coming up in just a little bit. We'll talk about the Super Bowl. Kansas City. I know Chiefs fans are happy today. clock is going to be out of time, and the pass is going to be underthrown. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. Everyone, everyone who claims the Chiefs' kingdom will raise a banner above the National Football League again for the second time in four seasons. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection, a big red reflection. The Chiefs are champions of Super Bowl 57. It was a heck of a game. I thought the Super Bowl delivered last night. It was a great football game. Very competitive. Looked like the Eagles were going to win for a little while. I mean, they're up 24 to 14 at the half. But in the second half, Kansas City's offense just took over. And I know Mahomes is the one that everybody's going to focus on. And rightly so. I mean, he's a generational guy. But their offense scored on every possession of the second half. And everybody talked going into the game about how the key matchup would be Kansas City's offensive line against Philadelphia's defensive front. Well, in the first half of the game, at the least it was a push. And you might even say Philadelphia won that battle. But in the second half, you know, the guys up front took over. And by taking over, I didn't mean they just ran the ball, ran the ball, ran the ball. I mean, you know, Mahomes was able to be Mahomes. And Philadelphia's pass rush had been lethal over the course of the season, and it was not. In the second half, and just a great win for Kansas City. I know Chiefs fans are happy. We've got a lot of them in our listening area. We got a lot that have jumped on the bandwagon. They've been lifetime Chiefs fans for the last two years or four years, maybe. But they got it rolling right now, and I know it's uh, it's fun to be a Chiefs fan. And uh, they'll uh, they'll have some good times talking at the office this week. Hey, if you're in the market. If you're in the real estate market right now, if you're thinking about buying a new home or selling the one you've got, I want you to think about Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. When it comes time to make a real estate transaction, you want somebody that's well-trained. You don't want somebody that's doing it as a side gig. You want someone that handles real estate transactions each and every day, and that's what you get. When you have an agent from Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, number one, they're the best trained in the business. How does that help you? Well, it gives you somebody that understands the market. And I mean in a full-time, everyday sort of way. That allows them to negotiate better. And you need someone to negotiate well on your behalf. Not just negotiate, but negotiate well. That gets you the price that you want, whether you're a buyer or a seller, and it helps you get from contract to close, and that's what they're best at at Wiker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now they've got an office in Fayetteville, they're in Springdale, in Bentonville, Fort Smith. They've recently opened an office in Branson, Missouri. You're going to see their yellow signs all over town, and you can log on to WikertGriffin.com. Oh, bet online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from the NFL and Bowl season to esports. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. We're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. You ready? Three, two, one, go! Welcome to the forward to this each and every month The opportunity to visit with the Razorback legend Matt Jones and we're going to do that right now. Super Bowl, Razorbacks, the whole deal. Uh
0: Matt first off, welcome. What do you think of the Super Bowl? Chuck, man, it's always always good being here. Man, what a what a great game. That was uh that was fun to watch. I thought it was uh two teams. It had they knew their identity. They had their game plan. Uh, Philly's game plan uh, reminded me a lot when I was at Jacksonville when we were playing Peyton Manning. You know, you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes over there, and you got to limit his number of uh, offensive snaps, and that's what they were able to do early on. And Jalen Hurts, man, had a, had a good game, had that one fumble. Um, and that's where Kansas City was able – you know, special teams late in the game. They, they got a defensive score. Uh, they, they really schemed him up well in that second half, those two late touchdowns when they finally got the ball in the red zone were, were kind of the same play that they're running. Uh, but all in all, I, I thought it was a, a, a great game from the moment Chris Stapleton did the national anthem to till the end. It, it was awesome.
1: You know, um, you mentioned special teams. We focus on Mahomes and rightly so. And the the Kansas City offense in the second half. But but there were a couple of special teams plays that I think about. One of the returns that Kansas City got. I mean, those are uh, you know field position, and you know this. I mean, field position such a big deal in a game like that.
0: Man, that was a big play by uh, Kadarius Tooney, and it was a, just a bad punt, you know, a low line drive punt. You 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 give you make a mistake, and that's what they did. Kansas City, anytime Philly made a mistake, Kansas City made them pay. Uh, you know, Kansas City missed that field goal early in the game, and, and, and Philly made them pay for that. And uh, that's what you had. You had two great coach teams, uh, a lot of talent flying around there. And, uh, man, that, it was just – it was fun to watch, and you, you kind of thought Patrick Mahomes, if he was going to – to be healthy and be out there. Um, you know, you had the two brothers going. Devontae Smith, man, absolute stud. A.J. Brown, Chuck. I mean, that dude is as good as anybody in the league. I mean, they if, if they can stay healthy. And then that Dallas Goddard, the, the tight end they had for Philly, making some plays. Man, it was just – it was playmaking on both sides of the ball. Aside from
1: the obvious that he's got Patrick Mahomes, what makes Andy Reid so
0: good? Man, you know, Chuck, I, I think it's one of those deals where Andy Reid's been around it for for 30, 40. He's seen it all, and uh, he 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 knows what they're gonna do. It's it's just repetition, and he's been around. He 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 took Kevin Cobb, if you remember that, when he was at Arizona, and, and made him almost a Pro Bowler. I mean, if you were a quarterback, and uh, there there's about there's about five, six guys you want to play for. Andy Reid's one of them. Uh, uh, coming out and, and and being around him just a little bit when I was at the combine. And, I mean, you just—I'm sure he doesn't even know who I am, but you just—you uh, want to soak it in, whatever he's saying. You you, you want to pay attention to it, and he's just done it for so long. And the the thing, Chuck, that I that I noticed is all the players like him. I mean, there's smiles on his face. He 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 gets them. They get it. Um, and and that's that's that's. In, in my experience at that level, you got to have a coach that has a locker room because they're all good. I mean, the guy that's backing up whoever the starter is at receiver, he can play. The guy that's backing up your corner, he can play too. So you kind of got to psychologically you know, keep that locker room happy, and that's what he does.
1: They've been to the Super Bowl three of the last four years, and they've won it twice. I can remember years ago hearing Bill Parcells talk about how difficult it was to recapture that hunger you know, the next year after you've won it all. As you know, as a former player, when you when you see something like that, there there's gotta be some appreciation I would think for for what it takes to maintain that level of consistency,
0: Chuck, you're you're exactly right, and and I would uh, correlate that too to, to that to the basketball team. You you look at this basketball team back to back elite eights, that bullseyes on their on their jersey. This Kansas City Chiefs team, it's it's remarkable to see what they're doing because everybody, it's their Super Bowl. Every time somebody plays against Kansas City, when you're the defending champs or you've been to five straight AFC champions. Uh, AFC championships. They're trying to beat you. They're trying to knock you off. So to keep that fire, to keep that hungry uh, it, it's it's hard to do because uh, when you're there and you, you see a lot of times when you have a, a team win a Super Bowl, everybody starts pointing to themselves saying, man, you couldn't have done it without me now pay me my money. I want to go somewhere and then they're never the same because usually you lose five, six, seven players off of a Super Bowl team and because they want bigger contracts. So the fact that they're able to stay, I mean Travis Kelsey being healthy, they they went and got Juju Smith and and some. I, I didn't think they were going to do it when they lost Tyreek Hill, Chuck. I, I I thought he was that explosive and top three receiver in the NFL, and and all they were able to do was was go back and 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 win and win a Super Bowl again.
1: Do we begin to at least think about mentioning Mahomes' name alongside some of the, you know, the Super Bowl greats? I mean, you know. <laughs> Brady Bradshaw Montana I mean are we are we getting close
0: I, I think so I, I think he, he just sh- showed you a different way how to win this game too. 21 to 27 182 yards Jalen Hurts was 27 of 38 304 you thought it would have been the other way around uh but but they man just whatever it took he was able to to go out there at 60 70 and, percent and get it done but yeah just that relationship Andy Reid and 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 Chuck, their offensive coordinator, and he, he's he been there for the five years as well. So uh, I don't know when he's going to get picked up, but if if I was that OC, man, or if I'm Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, like, and they're, they're, they have a good relationship, man, I'd be staying there because they, they could probably win a couple more if they stay healthy. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, to me, is the most talented guy since Aaron Rodgers came in the league. So, you know, in the last 20 years... Uh, I thought Aaron Rodgers was, I mean, just first about since he's been there. Andrew Luck was, was kind of – he was there too, but he only played six years. But Patrick Mahomes can do it all.
1: All right, you mentioned basketball a minute ago. Let's segue into that. I said at the outset of the podcast today, I didn't see that coming. I, I'm a little stunned by what we saw Saturday. What was your – what was your take?
0: Well it's a young team we have uh, you got distractions you just went and beat Kentucky everybody's telling you how pretty you are and how good you are uh, that you know you're the best thing and and so you got to kind of come back down to earth and and that's what good coaches do they, they, they the job's not done yet so when you're 17, 18, 19 year old and, and you go to Kentucky and beat them you're kind of feeling yourself and then Nick Smith's coming back and so your eyes are getting big you're kind of distracted there's, there's just a lot more going on and then they they, they ran into a great coach defensive team. I mean, they—it's like they—it's like they'd never seen somebody play defense on them before, and we—we we just didn't know what to do. And then when Nick Smith gets out there, we do—we do look a little bit. He just got to get back into the offense. And uh, man, it's going to be a great, great addition. He—he he looked like a dog that's been—you know—when you go hunting, Chuck and you you got to you, you go out there with your group of dogs and you still got a couple of dogs in the cage and then you come back out and let them out and they're just they're just going crazy. You got to let them run it off for about 10 minutes before you go hunting. That's how he looked. He looked so excited, so athletic, so much energy to be out there and he it's like he'd been wanting to be out there all year. And so now he's getting his chance. He'll settle down and uh it, it's it's good to get Nick Smith back now and and we we took a loss. That's okay. We we'll, we'll, we'll be all right. It's a great coach team and uh when, when, if you're going to win in um, in March, you're going to have to beat some defensive teams that are going to play defense like that on you. And, and Chuck, we got to hit shots. I mean, if you just want to, you want to put it simply, uh, you know, Devo, the two of 11, uh, Ricky Council, just, just really didn't get it going. I mean, he had some free throws, but I mean, those are our guys. You, you got to hit some shots.
1: They put up 18 three-point attempts against Mississippi State after putting up nine against Kentucky. I want to get your thought on this. Some Sometimes you see a team that's not a real good shooting team, and frankly, Mississippi State's not been a good three-point shooting team among the worst statistically. But, you know, when you don't shoot threes well, it seems like about 10's enough. You know, once you start getting in the 15 to 18 to 20 attempt range, if you can't shoot, that's too many three-point attempts. It seemed to me like Mississippi State shot threes within the framework of their Uh offense the way Arkansas did at Kentucky. Arkansas put up nine at Kentucky, made four. That's a good percentage. But then they put up 18 at home and, you know, ended up with 64 points and lost the game. And, you know, I just wonder, do you think there's a point where, you know, maybe teams, (laughs) teams that can't
0: shoot don't need to be putting it up quite so much? Absolutely. Uh, the, the the team kind of looked like uh, the team from about a month and a half ago. We, we got down early. They start pressing a little bit. And, and instead of understanding that take the twos early, you, you're not going to get it all back in one shot. And that's not our makeup. That's not our uh, identity. Uh, but Mississippi State made it easy. They made it attractive. They made it they made it look like, oh, man, we got this three when we're uh, standing a foot or two feet behind the three point line. And we can't we're not a very good shooting. But that we just fell into the trap. I, I thought the the Mississippi State had a great defensive plan for us because athletically, Chuck, we're, that Mississippi State team does not belong on the floor with this Arkansas Razorback team. They just put they put together a defensive plan and we couldn't make shots. And when you're not making shots, or you you, you kind of fall in love with that three man, you gotta attack. You gotta attack the rim, and, and that's one thing Ricky did. He was 11 for 13 there. Anthony Black did as well. I I think Nick Smith is going to be fine, man. I think he he looked great getting out there. He his shot didn't fall, but man, he he had so much in. You could tell he wanted to be out there.
1: What do good teams do after a loss? You know, before they've got to play again. I mean, uh, particularly a game you thought you were going to win. What what's the characteristic of good teams in a situation like the one they're in?
0: Accountability, Chuck. You got to be accountable. You got to go watch film. Uh, You got to be honest with yourself. Uh, you gotta want to get better. You, you got to see the mistakes you made, and, and don't point the finger at somebody else. But it's what can I do uh, to get better? How can I not make this mistake again? If it's a mental mistake or an effort mistake, whatever it is, but it starts with accountability. It starts with the leadership. It starts with muscle men. It starts with Devo. Whoever your leaders are, you got to watch that film. You gotta you gotta get better. Watch the film. Say, hey man, the, what are you doing here? We can do we can do better here. Uh, but that's that's the biggest key. And I, I think they're going to be okay.
1: Twine's the legend, Matt Jones, every day, halftime, Phil Elson,
0: 11 to 2 o'clock.
1: Uh, I know you enjoy him there. We always enjoy having him Monday. Matt, thanks so much, buddy.
0: Thanks, Chuck. Looking forward to talking to you Tuesday.
1: Give me the hug, Chuck. You know, every day we're brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. And I'm going to guess that the Saracen app had a lot of activity over the weekend. They got a lot of fun stuff on there. Not just the spread and the money line. They got prop bets all over the place. And not just for the Super Bowl. I mean, they got them every day on the Saracen app. And that's one of the things that makes it a lot of fun. Now, I know there are Vegas odds. But I also know you got to be in Vegas if you're going to bet those legally. And I know that there are laws in our state that prohibit a lot of these national betting apps from operating within our state. So... That leaves the Saracen app, and that really is where you need to go if you're going to be the most informed and if you're one of those people who likes to put a little wager on their favorite team. It's very easy to download. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you fixed up at the Saracen app. A couple of other Razorback notes before we go today. The Razorback women, big winners over Missouri on Sunday, 61-33. to 33. Fewest points an Arkansas team has ever allowed in an SEC game. And I think I read where it's the fewest points Mizzou's ever scored in a game, period. Um, Arkansas's women are now 19-8 and eight overall. They're 6-6 six and six in the league. They'll be at home against Tennessee on Thursday night. Softball team went 5-0 and oh in a season-opening tournament over the weekend. And it is game week for the baseball Razorbacks, Arkansas and Texas. On Friday night at Globe Life Field down in Arlington. They'll play two other games over the weekend. But hey, what a way to open the season. Texas on Friday night. And we'll talk more about that as we move through the week. Our thanks to Matt Jones for being around, as he always is on Monday. We appreciate Weicker Realtors, The Griffin Company. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk again on Wednesday. Give me an H. Give me an O. <laughs> Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that sound? Give me the hug. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online.
0: This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent.
1: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform.